What's up? Are we are we live? Of course. Why not? You didn't tell us we're over here talking stuff we shouldn't and everything. No. I'm in the sound room. One, two, three. Live. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hello, you beautiful people. Oh, yeah, I don't need to get close. <laughs> you don't need to get that close? I wonder what it sounded like online. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because Jacob needs to do it anyways. I'm going to go get my Bible. I didn't know we were live already. And I wasn't Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. Woo! Jake, no one's here. I didn't. No one's here. And what, are we chopped liver? I don't know. Are we chopped liver? No. <laughs> no, I'm just no one. I feel like I'm chopped liver. I'm saying that's a little better today. I'm just no one. It's okay. Um, Saturday. What's going on Saturday? Men's breakfast. I got an idea if you guys want to do it. What's the idea? Well, there's a thing going on with Way Church. So we can get here and hit over there right after. What time? Because I'm going to be at an eye doctor appointment at 1130. And you won't be at the Way issue. <laughs> issue? Wait a second, there's an issue there? Oh, he's up to something. That's a big church over there. Yeah, but we've been trying to get involved with other churches to yeah, but no one has to unify. Trying. No, this time I, it's because I planned something in advance. Are we doing the Romans sixteen yet? I, I hope so. Calendar. We keep Are we doing it in advance. like you said so on the last Bible Romans. study? You were pumped up about enacting it. I'm like, okay, I gotta go. What part do I get? <laughs> and then Antonio's not even here to reenact it. Hi, Wait. Roger. Okay, Kathy, I'll turn on the lights. <laughs> Don't um, do it. Um, 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 um. Also, we have Bible study on Thursday, Which one is it? Oh, it's and we have Good News Nights on Friday. Epi- season three, episode five. Six. 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 Anybody been here? I Actually, I was in it for three nights in a row. That's all I could think about. It. That's awesome. Luke? Luke's not as long as Matthew. This is true. <laughs> uh, Luke is longer than Matthew. Yes, it is. It is? I thought Matthew was 28. No, oh, you guys yeah. count the, the chapters? Is, you guys don't count the verses? Yes, I'm pretty you. sure Luke is longer. Chapter-wise, yes, but not by verse. Luke has like Luke 72 verses in one chapter. 83 in one. <laughs> 61 the other. 58 in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> you see all this talking going on? That's how that happens. We're talking the Bible, though. Yeah, we were too. Let me look it up. I'm, I'm curious I'm now. Sure. Which one's longer? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Luke is longer than Matthew. And by the way, I'm probably Roger, going. I'm probably going to lose, but yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. Roger, Mary Jane apologizes. She couldn't get the comments uh, up last week. Yeah. And the prayers didn't get up, so she was apologizing for that. And anybody else? I think she did get to the prayers. No, there was a bunch of comments that she couldn't read. Read Roger. She knows what going through. Yeah. He was entertaining us online at home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, see what? Well, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. At least you guys were there in the No, actually, we're at right here. First time in history. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's about 80. Oh, there's no bugs on it. Told you. Literally, that's it. It's 100 
1,151 and 1,071 in Matthew. It's like that close. That's patented. That's patented. What? Well, that's good news. We learned something today. What did we learn? That Luke is longer than Matthew. Matthew's 28 chapters. Yeah, but verse-wise, Luke is longer. Oh, interesting. Luke has 1,151 verses. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah, Luke has 1,151 verses, and Matthew has 1,071 verses. Yeah. Matthew has 171, and Luke has 1,151. Really, that's it? But Luke has um, longer chapters. That's why it goes into the 50s and 60 verses in each chapter. Yeah, so that's why... Huh. Interesting. But you know, Pastor. How would I know? Oh, you read it all the only now. paper I have. Can we get started, please, Jerry? Make them get started. Oh, did we finish chapter 15? She's all poof, get started. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we got 14. We got two verses, didn't we? No, come on, you guys. I think we got 14, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. 14 of what? Uh, 15. We're on 15. Uh, chapter 15, verse 14. Yes, you did a 14, but you read 33 again, but you finished studying at 14. Yeah. But you said we were starting at 16, we got only an F. Who wants to be Priscilla? That's actually very beautiful. Anybody? Oh, I'm good. I volunteered Jordan. Who wants to be Aquila? Aquila? Aquila. That'll be dead. Okay. Long hair as well. And then. Two female Who wants to be the church? <coughs> Matt. I volunteer Matt. I think we're all the church. <coughs> no, I volunteer Matt. Make one of the women folk. Who wants to be Mary? Uh, Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary. Make right? Jerry Mary. It rhymes. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's, no, do, no. let's do that. Let's make Jerry Mary. And then we'll make Where are you? we'll make Mary Junia. 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 Yeah. yeah I'm not you and then you'll be Andronicus. Andronicus. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to know this person. But yeah. it says greet them. Yeah, we'll just greet everyone. Oh. <laughs> hey, greetings, greetings, greetings. We need to put this we closer to you. This thing you. is loud. <laughs> Dude, I can already hear my voice going through that just by talking. <laughs> Greetings. I can turn it off. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Just look online and make sure it's good. Are we okay online? I'm sure we are. Mary said, Thanks for the hit up. Kathy says, Matt has a leap. Oh, are we? Thanks, Kathy. It's fine. It says, Come as you are in the Bible. I think we're going to have to go get other people from a different church because I don't think there's enough. Oh, for everyone to play. Uh, how you doing, bro? You got Orlando Can you Jackie put that now? leaf on his uh, back? And you got Nick. What? Is there a leaf on my back? Orlando will be... Uh, Nick's. Give it to Nick. Put it on Nick's back. Put it on the back of his head. I'll be Feligan. Feligan. You took the easy part. Feligan? Feligan? Where are you? I can't even... Oh, I'm in Revelations. I was reading. Oh, I forgot. Where am I going? Oh, you watching one of those videos? 
I, you know what I was going to, but I've been busy. I've either not been home or, or just busy, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do it. Did you help George today? George, who's George? The neighbor? No, what happened to him? George was? No, I left at about ten thirty or eleven. I didn't remember why. I would have helped him. Put his motor back? No. There was a pitbull on a roof. Romans oh. 15, 14. 14, right? So who are all these names? They're in chapter 16. Oh. Well, I'm not going to let anybody know I'm watching you from now on. I am. I'm getting there. She's fine. Okay. You know why? Because pregnant women are very beautiful. They glow. They glow. Turn these speakers off. They really do. I heard it chirp. Like Allie came out of her house the other day to talk to us when we were taking our walk with our neighbor. And she just looked like an angel glowing. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, where is my little sister? Hey, hey, where is my little sister? Check, 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 check. That sounds good. She loves it. She loves it. Hello? Can you hear me? She is. That's better. I think that's better. It's way better. No one online can hear me? I was just going to turn off the speakers, like you said. You yeah, lied to me. Don't push <laughs> online because it's already hard enough, man. Chris, it's online Chris. now. Check it out, folks. Well, turn it back up. Turn it back up. I'll go turn off Can't the you do it like halfway? I'll do this. I'll turn Jacob. off the speakers. Can't you do it like halfway? Horrible. Wait, I just heard myself. We are traffic on a took out a water main in front of your house. Thirty seconds delay or something. I'm just gonna take this off. Why? What's it doing? After hours water department. We told them it was gonna happen. You don't put detour in our roads. You're gonna break our mains, and they did. They said it's the old side, not my new side. All right. We're good now. I think. Well, that sounds good. I don't know. I can hear myself on the computer. Like an echo computer. I can hear myself on the computer. Oh my God, it's too loud. Mary said, Mary said, I can barely hear you, and then she said, good. Okay, so it's good. We'll just leave it. Okay, it's good now. I don't like the echo in my head, but it happens. I was going to turn off the speakers because it was going to. Oh, is that what it is? I, on Sunday, it happens to me when the mic's high, I can hear an echo in my head. It's like. Nobody else hears it, that's but boxes when they're loud, they that. that's what it is. Yeah. Nick's got a ring on his back. Praise <laughs> God! All right, we got to get started, you guys. This is too right, much can, fun. Can we continue. We should. Don't interrupt him, brother. Please. I'm, I'm going to try hard. Jacob, handle that. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we're supposed to be praying. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Uh, we thank you for this uh, wonderful church, Lord, and. Uh, we pray that uh, that we all can remember your your format of prayer, Lord, so we can all be in tune with you. Help us uh, help us uh, forgive one another. Help us uh, bear with one another. And, uh, forgive us for our sins, Lord. And, uh, bless the time we have together, and bless the study, so we can 
not only just share it with each other, but also take it out into the world and share it with others as well. Because that's the most important. Where you saved us, and uh, we want to share that with others. Uh, bless the study in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, young man. All right, so verse 14. We're going to read all the way to 22. Everyone ready? Little sister, chapter 15 of Romans. <laughs> now you now you just got told why it's all online. <laughs> Mary said it again. Yes, it's good. Oh, good. Thank you, Mary. Miss you. Hi, Mary. Hi, Kathy. KFE. <coughs> We're all going to start doing that, Kathy. Hey, it shows up, too. Let's see. All <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Okay. Yes, right. ready. I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge and competent to instruct one another. Yet I have written you quite boldly at some points to remind you of them again, because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave, the, he gave me the, the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. That's I will not one. venture to speak of anything except with Christ, with what Christ has, except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done. By the power of signs and wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God, so from Jerusalem all the way around the Illyricum, <laughs> I fully proclaim the gospel of Christ. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel, where... Christ was not known so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation rather as it is written those who were not told about him will see and those who have not heard will understand this is why I have often been hindered from coming to you pretty cool huh about his business that's probably what God told him to go do yeah, so we we'll just skip it. Yes, sir. <laughs> twenty-five or twenty-three then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, let's go over it. Yes, sir. All right. So verse fourteen it says, "I am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge, and competent to instruct one another." What do you think, Paul's standing there? Somebody? I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. I was writing notes. So you can't watch it. What do you think Paul is saying in verse 14? That we're full, we're full with the Holy Spirit. Right? That's how I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Because he's saying, he's saying here, you know these things so well. So you can teach each other all about them. So in other words, 
he knows about the good news. That's he with his strong Holy reminders oh. through his word. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, you guys are right on. My yeah. like, okay, see these youngsters right here, uh -huh. and anybody else in the church that that gets up and shares, right? I don't even have to be here because I trust them because they're full of goodness and they know God's word now. Right? There was a time I didn't trust them. I wouldn't let them just say whatever, you know. But I can trust them, and I don't even have to be here anymore. But they're still from time to time, right, when I have to tell you something. <coughs> Sometimes I have to get on them a little bit, tell them something. But most of the time I just tell them something. But the fact is, is that now they're trusted to do that. Yeah. And that's what Paul's saying, is that you guys know the word. Mm -hmm. You know what it is? It's an encouragement. Mm -hmm. It's an encouragement for them to continue to do that with each other. You know, but, but, but like... Okay, I was gone one time, and the church elected somebody from their past, not mine, to come and share the gospel when I was gone, right? And it was a friend of the old pastors, I guess, that was a college person or something. But um, it was not good, <laughs> you know. Uh, I didn't rebuke anybody harshly, but I just never allowed that person to come back here again. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it wasn't, it wasn't so bad that I had to go and correct it big time, but I wasn't going to let it happen again. So you have to be responsible. Paul was responsible knowing that they knew enough that they could, they could help each other and be with each other, you know what I mean, and share with each other and share with new people. Because he was basically saying, you guys have to handle it now, mm -hmm. the whole thing. You have to handle it now because I've actually been hindered from coming to you because I keep wanting to reach out to people that don't know anything yet. You know what I mean? I want to start new ministries, and I want to be out there in the field sharing with people that have never heard or met Christ. And now it's your responsibility, you know? Anyways. That's yeah. why we're here, guys. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're right with the, the Holy Spirit. What I see um, is that we're all we're all competent. Every one of us that, that has been... Uh, shared the good news and received the, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, we all have the ability to 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 lead one another, to encourage one another, to um, bear with one another, to um, to do all the fruits of the Spirit. You know, uh, it's just we got to spend time to get there. You know, it's not like we just receive the Spirit and then. And and then we just know everything. I mean, one day I would wish that would be cool, you know. But but when we, when we really spend time in in the in the Word, um, we get to know who Christ is. And when we know who Christ is, we can we can decipher for ourselves and what we need to do as an individual. Yeah. So so Paul is telling us that that he sees it in every single one of them. Right, just like how how we're supposed to see it in every single one of each other, you know, um, and just like we just went over, people are in different walks with Christ at the time, but he can still see that in every single one of us. Yeah. Hi, Allie. So, anything else on fourteen? No. Nope. Not really. Cool. Matt so. says no, let's move on. <laughs> Alright, so 15, it says, Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again, 
right? So he points those things out boldly. Uh, you guys ever notice, like, uh, when Jesus talks to the Pharisees, how he talks to them? Yeah. Boldly. boldly. Boldly, right? Yeah. Very boldly. Right, because they why, why do you think he talks to them boldly? Because they know they're supposed to instruct others. Right. And, but, uh, they would get, with that knowledge, what would happen to them? Right, they think they knew what they <laughs> put on that. So, so Christ acted boldly with them to try and wake them up, right? And so yeah. it's the same way that Paul is doing with that because once we start knowing things, especially when you're a young Christian, you'll get a big head about it. You'll be like, "Oh, I know better. I'm better than that person. I'm better than that person. I'm better than that person." You know, uh, it, when you're young in the faith, right? So, so he comes at these things. Quite boldly on certain aspects to remind us. Man, in church? <laughs> to, to remind it's us. Somebody that doesn't know I'm here. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, to, to remind us that. Yeah, my sister. That we gotta come back from those. From those uh, yeah. That knowledge, right? Because with more. When you grow in knowledge, you get to a point where you think you need to know more. You know, Say that part again. when you grow in knowledge with the with the word, you think you need to you need, need to know more. Like a lot of people, like for instance, I've been I've been I've been dealing with uh, the Book of Revelation with everybody quite quite a lot this last week. You know, uh, my boss brought it to my attention because um, uh, he he's going through a Bible study with teaching Revelation, but. Uh, some of the elders in the church have some skewed views of it. Mm. You know, they're trying to compete with the Old Testament. Well, it, it's quite, it's quite, too. it's quite skewed. But oh, what happens is, now. it's not even with Old Testament or New Testament. What happens it's, is, it's, it's, they yeah. took a verse and then they kept on that verse. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. They, they built on top of it, built on top of it, made it super complicated. When it's not complicated <laughs> it's at all. Simple. It's simple. It's simple. You know. It's simple, you know, and, and he had questions about it, so I looked into it. It's it's quite crazy. It makes sense how they got there, but it's a worldly view of it, you know. Yeah, he was trying to explain half of it to me while we were playing games. And I'm like, Dude. Christ didn't come to teach us things that were about the world. You know, I, I'm sure we can take his teachings and use them in a worldly sense so we understand because how else are you supposed to teach someone about spiritual things if we only... We understand worldly things. You got to use worldly metaphors to make sense of the spiritual things. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so with the knowledge of like understanding, right? Yeah. So you'll you'll get to a point, especially in, if you're like a young Christian. You know, sometimes I, I still catch myself like I'll get on something and I go, "Oh no, what am I doing?" You know, I gotta go back. You know, and uh, happens a lot. But that's what those boldly things are for. Those boldly things are to remind us, like, oh, get back to when we first got saved, right? You know, that those things will remind us that, oh, I'm still a sinner. You know, it's like a humbling point with those boldly things, you know? And if we don't take those things as like a, like a heart thing, oh, I guess not the heart, we don't want to take it to heart, you know, uh, to a, uh, um, not as an offensive thing, right? We don't take it as an offensive thing. But we take it as something like like a conviction. Yeah, and we don't take offense to it, but we we, we we realize that, and we go, well, I need Christ for this, right? And uh, 
and, and you spend that relationship building those things, you know, you give it to God, you spend time with them, you know. Um, yeah, and, and that's what you that's what you learn, you know. Before I read, read the Bible, I was like, oh, I'm actually, I think I'm a little better Christian than most people, you know. <laughs> and then I started reading it, and I was like, oh, man, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> What's going on? I just didn't know how to tell you. Yeah, you know, no one told me. Amen. You know? It's like being a politician. Everyone tells you you're great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fact is, Jesus is our measuring stick, not right, not, not, not any others or comparing ourselves. So those those boldly things are to, to wake us back up, like how the Pharisees had to get woken back up. You know, because I'm sure not all of those Pharisees were lost. I'm sure when Jesus said those things to those Pharisees, he was speaking to someone specific. I mean, look at Nicodemus. Yeah. Nicodemus ended up seeking him out purposely and then talked to him and you could tell by what he asked, the questions he asked. What well, we just see in well, Yusuf, Yusuf understood. Yeah. Well, in chosen, yeah. Yeah, in the chosen. But what did we just realize that Jairus did, right? He was a leader of the synagogue. Yeah. Oh yes. Right? And he goes, I know who you are. Yes. You know? Especially in the scriptures. It says his name, you know. Yeah, you're in the synagogue. He, he so those things that he did say would reach him. But that was the only way it was gonna reach him. It wasn't the same as if if someone already knew they were broken. Mm-hmm. You know, once you once you know you're broken, it's easy to it's just like bring you back in. It's yeah. like an illustration, you know, with him, Jairus. He knew by reading yeah. he was touched. Just like us, if he took his time reading, just like us, Too by bad. reading, we know. Yeah. Right. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm showing off the, the, the it's like an illustration like that. Like, <laughs> he believed, he had faith who he was, but not needing, just by reading. Yeah. And that's powerful. It, it is powerful because that's where the Spirit comes from. That's from, yeah. You know? Like, you're given the Holy Spirit, but if you're not reading, you can't. You can't abide in the Holy Spirit. And that's when the, the, the you know, you just, the Holy Spirit is like, you know, exactly, you have to have the knowledge to teach them. Yeah, and the fact is, you can listen, you can listen to people talk and people preach. But until you dig into it yourself, yeah, and and, and see that you gotta eat that. it yourself you have yeah. because uh, because the people you're listening to they're just students they're not teachers no this is the teacher, the teacher yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. that, that's the one that's going to cut deep in you know you might learn something from a student but you don't understand it you know you're just taking their word for it because you didn't dig into it you know well we're all called to be disciples of I christ don't trust me i'm a man <laughs> we're all called to be disciples of christ there, but i still read right we're all called to be disciples of Christ, and in John it says that um, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. It's talking about Jesus being with God in the sure. beginning, and Him being the Word, which is this. The Word. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's how I, yeah, for Yeah. Yeah. So... So those boldly things, you know, those boldly things back to it, um, they're supposed to help us remember who we were when we first gave our life to Christ, you know. 
We come humbly before you. We say, Lord, please forgive us. The whole neighborhood is spoiled here. Enough already. Imagine that for years. Anyone got anything else on 15? I like how he also says that is, is it to remind you of them again? Because you know what? We are so quick to forget, too. You know, and, and we do need reminding all the time. And, uh, you know, Paul talks about it. Peter talks about it. It's in the scriptures a lot of times. I, I feel it necessary to remind you because we are human. And, and we do forget if we ain't living, yeah. living the experience, you know, then, then the experience kind of gets away and we have to be reminded. Peter and Paul or, both bump, say it. Or a rock in the nose. Or, Twice. Know. They both say it that um, it's no problem for me to remind you again and again because the gospel's the same and it's, it's constant. And the only time that we should be reminded once we're, we come, you know, we start coming to church and we start being familiar with the, the gospel and having a relationship with Christ is just because somebody's going on that wide path and you're trying to reel them back, you know. And that's what Paul's saying. He's had to say it a few times. Hey, 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 you. Something. Uh, it's as simple as of. saying, "Hey, you, I miss you in church." You know what I mean? <laughs> Something you actually made me think of is, uh, I had mentioned, "Oh, we're called to be shepherds when we're when you're called to be a pastor." And then he said, "No, we're called to be a dog." Mm-hmm. And German shepherd. Yeah, the sheepdog. a sheepdog, sheepdog. because the the He's shepherd. The tells the sheepdog what to do and he goes and does it he rounds up the sheep to keep them all in one spot so that's what the pastor is supposed to do is just to lead them back to the shepherd who's christ yeah exactly you have 101 takes off you go yeah. get them bring, bring the one back because the 99 are fine just like the scripture you yeah. started with in 14 mm-hmm. you're capable of handling the that one, i'm going to do this straight. And you see that happening now, even in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm having to chase your husband all the time. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love her reaction. All right. Thank you. That's terrible. Uh, Did you start, Jacob? So I'm going to start in the middle of the the 15 when I go through 16, so it makes more sense. Actually, I'm just going to read them both together. Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again, because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ, Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave me priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Don't call and clean what I have made clean. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's also like um, the Jewish were supposed to take it out. We're supposed to take it out to the Gentiles, but they weren't even living it. And so, so because they weren't, God sent Paul out. Mm-hmm. Because he was like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, we're all that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Paul was like a, a special kind of person, too. Mm-hmm. Even when he was a Jew, he was doing more than what a normal Jew would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God used him. To do the exact opposite. Right, and that's what he's speaking here, is that he, he was called to reach reach us. You know, we're all Gentiles in here. Jackie Ho. I don't know what a text is, but it just told me I missed a call, but I didn't hear a ring. Yeah, it says... Uh, I recalled it. Paul, Paul stating that he... Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Paul, Paul stating here that he, he understands what he's been called to do, you know, and, uh, and, and, and remember back when we first started, started this book, way back, like 20 years ago? Um, I'm only 20 years old, so I can't remember that far back. It's only been two and a half months. 22. I would have been two years but, old at um, that point. But when we started this, he had, he had such an eagerness to, to write this letter to these people. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. We're talking the beginning of the book. Yeah, right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah, right in the beginning. Because that's not in this chapter, that's okay. Yeah. I'm with you. In the beginning. So, um, for, like, this wasn't. This wasn't written in like a long period of time. This was probably just written in a sitting or two, you know, to these people. And uh, then they read it in a sitting or two. Yeah, but but now that we've come to the end, he's wrapping Here. he's wrapping the he's wrapping it all up, and, and and he's telling them he's telling them who he who he was called to be, right? And and he's hoping in, in doing that that we'll realize the same. You know what we're what we're called to be. You know what our gift is. What what we want to do um, in the body of Christ. You know uh, because it's not what we have to do. It's about what we want to do. Right. But what we're called to do. Yeah. Yeah. Is that also what we're called to do? It, it is. But he. But he. But God tells us his his work is not burdensome. You know, and, and so. We shouldn't go burdened down to serve him. We need to go joyfully and mm-hmm. and, and willingly. He doesn't force us. Right. He doesn't force salvation on us. He doesn't force anything on us. But he calls us. He calls us. But once that once the and it's our choice. But once the gift, you know your gift. That's a calling. Yeah. So that's what I think he's trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. For, right? yeah. 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 He okay. calls us. Okay. Yeah. Usually, he gives you a gift that you'd enjoy. Right, and then that's yeah, if you, you do the enjoy gifts doing you something have. in the world, most likely uh, you can probably turn it around and use it spiritually in the church to reach people uh, at, at, a, at a greater greater thing. You know, right. like I love the skateboard. I love it. It's just like flowing around, levitating. <laughs> you know, it, it's magical, but. I like if I if I could still do it, if I didn't pay bills, I still would do it. Um, <laughs> I would I could use that gift to reach people in, the, in that do the same thing. You know what I mean? That's why like, we have Tony Hawk. He only got to But but that's the youth. Right, and that that's a that's youth. A, thing. That's a youth thing. Yeah, so. like like it would be so cool to set up that parking lot once a week, like a skate park, 
and just have a speaker. They turn it around at Blair Park every week and go reach all them kids well, out there. Right. What he I'm saying is, yeah. is I could use that yeah. gift in that way. That might be something you should take. Draw. Take yeah. it with you over there. I definitely would. Get to together together over there. But I have hundreds every I'm just saying, that, that, that's what you can take. Like Usually, like something that is your gift or your calling is something that One you, way. you like mm-hmm. to do. Of a hundred. And you just got to... You might have done it in the world, or you just haven't figured it out yet, or it's like a hobby that you like. But you can use that, and you can bring it into the church to reach people elsewhere, you know. Or use that if, if you're if you're strong enough to stand firm in, it, in your faith and go and reach those people in those locations. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's just a, it's it's just we're all called to be, we're not all called to be a pastor. No. Yeah. No. no. We'd all no. be like imagine if we're all pastors. There'd be no pastor. We'd yeah. just be people. That'd be kind of cool, though. Then, be we, cool. then we just all play off each other. Blam, 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 blam. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, don't you? Wait, never go home. Said, <laughs> yeah, you Pastor go. Jacob said? It's like Paul said, you know, if all were the mouth, where would they hear you? Right. Yeah. Or if the hands. But our goal is that everybody, everybody knows their gifts and is applying them. That's one thing about this church you won't find in a lot of churches is um, the freedom to do it. And... Um, uh, seek out, seek the Lord for your gift, and then start implementing it. You know. Somebody asked me one day recently, "When are you going to retire?" You know, I told them. You know, I told them, Christians don't retire until they go home to be with Jesus. Amen. Which Amen. means it doesn't matter how young or old you are; you need to get busy. Amen. That's why I keep telling that. I mean, Jacob. <laughs> he keeps saying, "Wake up, Paul." <laughs> that, that's why I purposely said that, but I actually have been telling Jacob or somebody else. <laughs> I was reading in um, in right now in Second Peter, uh, chapter two, and um, uh, it kind of shows another side to this. I don't want to take a bunch of time, but I want you guys to read it later because. <laughs> no, I'm not going to take a bunch of time because because I don't want to do that. But I just want you guys to write it down, and read it later. It's one through twelve. Second Peter one through twelve. Um, Second Peter one through twelve. Yeah. Both chapters. Really, I mean, the whole book is really good. Thank you. That's what I will do it after. So. And Second Peter two one through twelve. Yeah. Second Peter. Peter wrote the book. Peter wrote the book. It, it, it's a lot about. Uh huh. The Simon Peter. The Simon Peter. Yeah, he's the one that's uh, upset with his wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> in the show. Actually, that's why my joke was sorry. In the show. In the show, not not in the Bible. When you see sorry guys. <laughs> Sounds like you're a leader. That's what you're good at. Do you remember Simon Peter? Who's Paul? So Paul originally was Saul of Tarsus. He's the one who, he, Paul was originally Saul of Tarsus. He uh, was called on the road to Damascus. God blinded him. Jesus came before him, blinded him, and then said, why are you persecuting me? Because he was killing Christians. Or not killing them directly, but he was um, putting orders out to kill people. He directly stood there and mm-hmm. had Stephen killed. He stood there and like just the watched as he was, as, shot uh, he was getting um, stoned. And so when he was called on the road to Damascus, um, he completely changed his life. Now he wrote most of the New Testament. Like, you look at it, pretty much any book you bring up is Paul wrote it. Um, and then on top of that, 
he also was in prison for the Lord multiple times. Um, and multiple times he, I mean, actually Matt says 100%, and it's right. The whole time he could have said that he was done. All he had to do was deny Christ and then he could have left. But the whole time he stood for it because he was a Roman citizen. He was basically imprisoned by his own doing. Yep. I think it even thinks that. And so Paul, he was just, he was a prisoner for the Lord. That's what when he they, constantly when says. Kings say it, right? Mm-hmm. But that's who Paul is. If you read through Acts. Every one of them say that, that he has no, nothing guilty, but because yeah. he Well, appealed, one of them even says, like, this man. It, go, it starts yeah. off with Peter yeah. yeah. because he appealed and then it goes Caesar. into Paul. When you appeal to Caesar, you're in chains till you see Caesar. And Acts is literally the book. A right Roman citizen, this. not anybody so, else. Right. But he appealed to Caesar because he was beaten. And a Roman citizen, you don't beat. They thought they were going to get off the hook real easy, like. But it was God's way of him being incarcerated to make his way to Rome and go before kings and governors like he was supposed to. And that was got his head cut off, but he, he got out. He got out a couple of times. House arrest, pretty much. Yeah. Now he was actually in prison. His second term, his first term, he was on house arrest where he could rent his own home. But by the second time, he was actually in prison, and they beheaded him. That's how Paul died. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was beheaded yeah. in. Prison. But he got out several times. He even got out before he went to Rome. He was in prison a couple times, but he got out. And one of the time, God gave him and all of the Christians inside the jail cell opportunity to leave because have... all of the doors just flung wide open while the guards were sleeping, and they all stood there because they were worshiping. Mm-hmm. But really, it was only to save one guard and his family, yep. which is beautiful. That was God the best used part. that. Even even the beating they took, they took a beating that killed most men, and instead of pissing and whining in the in the dungeon, they were singing praises to God and and um, hymns, old hymns and stuff, and uh, all the prison doors and all their chains fell off, and they were just all there worshiping. So when the guard came, he was even going to kill himself because. If he'd have lost, if he'd have lost all them, they would have killed him, you know. So he was just going to kill himself. And Paul told him, "Don't, don't harm yourself. We're all here." Yeah. And the guy took him home, cleaned all of his wounds because he took that beating, and uh, him and his whole household got saved. So God even allowed him to take a beating like that and be placed in prison to reach that man. Mm-hmm. The beating that he took that crazy? Was, was what uh, Jesus took. Yeah, yeah thirty-nine lashes. It's forty, 40 minus, minus one. one. Yeah. With with the cat of nine tails with glass and bone tied into it. Oh, yep. This this story's in Acts. He, uh, he's first mentioned in Acts seven. Oh, you could go there. But I like telling it. What were we gonna say? Seven fifty. He promised yeah, that Peter to read it again. I just want them to read it there because it's talking really about false teachers in, among in, them, and they can corrupt nine. them if they're not careful. And that's why <laughs> that's why <laughs> Paul had to say it a couple times in fifteen. A couple times, but chapter nine to, to correct them. You understand? Well, so yeah, they don't they don't go down that way. Most of the New Testament. All the letters we read, everything I've learned. I see him now. That's what God says. Mm-hmm. Just to reach, you know. God. That's what you and I were talking about. Yeah, it just took. I mean, he had to go through just to get through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like to get through me and to get to me. Just like that, or to you, or to you. Yeah. You know how many people that God had to probably go through just to get to you? Yeah. It's amazing. Well, I, a woman she is. I like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, for Paul, it was just go to the road and then. Paul the Apostle of Christ was 
pretty decent movie. Mm-hmm. That talks about it. I was um, several times in my life, 10, 15, 20 years even, even over 20 years, people persecuted me and they're saved today. So you go through what you have to go through and you and you set an example no matter what they're doing. Your your faith does isn't dictated by them. Your faith is in Christ Jesus, not the world or man. And you just stay faithful to him and it changes lives. Amen. And that's what it's really about. Like you said, and how many people did he have to work in to get to me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can tell you at least one. And then it goes right here, the story. Mm-hmm. The I mean, look at that. Yep. He had Paul had to look at all that in order just to get through. The thing I love about the story of Paul that he just was sharing about the road to Damascus and all that is if that would have just happened, Paul wouldn't have received it. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit was working in Paul's life every time he committed a crime against God. Every time he did something, lifted a finger, the Holy Spirit was touching his life, touching his life, touching his life, touching his life. And then, who are you, Lord? He knew who he was because he's been calling him. And he was in rebellion against him the whole time, just like every one of us were. How many people did he have to go through to reach Paul? How many many people had to give their lives to reach him? That's some crazy stuff when you think about how little we can take from people. I'm not bearing with her no more. She said something mean to me. I took offense. Anyways, I'm just saying. Why'd you take offense? Just take the the dust off my feet. Right? (laughs) I'm done with them. That's my favorite one. I am done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Terrible, huh? You know, I am done with this. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to listen, I'm done with this. Amen. Anyways, we don't want to be false teachers either in all this, and that's why I wanted you to read that. But when you are when you think for yourself, you read the Bible and think for yourself, and then start sharing what you think, that's false teaching. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you read your word and you're praying to God and asking for instruction, and he starts to lead you and your life starts to change because of it, that's the gospel. And you can watch people's words too, and it'll show you. Like, uh, like we were just watching a video on YouTube about a certain thing, and uh, you, you could tell where he was at on the things he said because he said, it. "You know, I, it's come to my understanding." You can, you can, if you pay attention to like their fruits and how they think and what they do, you can, you can see where they're at. And where Truth is, he talked for 25 minutes and didn't say one thing. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for the next. It takes two more episodes. Two more episodes before I start to catch on? Until you figure out where it's been. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can barely involve with one. You might be on your own, dude. <laughs> I already figured it out. Oh, you did? Okay, I want you to tell me then. Reel it back in. So, let's Thank go to verse you. 17. She's Fishers of Men. <laughs> Therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. Right? Everything everything that Paul does, he gives glory to God. Exactly. That's right? what every Christian should do. Yeah, everything we should do in our walk, we should give glory to God for Never have it about yourself, because that's where you'll fall. The worst day. Have it about yourself, because that's where you'll fall. Yeah. Yeah. Put in the work. So get that big head. Huh? And then you'll look at the hat on. Yeah. 
The only person, the only boasting you should do is boasting in Christ. That's what Matt says a lot. You know what's funny though? It's hard. We want credit. We want credit. Just like as bad as people want credit in the world, we want credit with ourselves. So stinking hard. What's funny is I'm at that point where, like, when I do give myself credit, I'm about to say it, and then I'm just quiet. <laughs> He's like, <gasps> yeah. No, is that like, something like it's just like a human? It is. It's a human it's, like, thing. A, a human it's human nature, and God understands it. Yeah. It's human nature, and God understands it. But until we can, and what happens when we give the glory to God for everything, right? Then, then what the Bible says it so clearly. I wish I knew exactly where that scripture was, but. Um, we're leading others to see who our God is in, in, in His glory. Not something we accomplished, but what He's accomplished in us and what He's accomplished through us. You know, once we understand that everything we did brought death, you know what I mean? Everything we did led people away from Christ, then we want to give Him the glory for everything to lead people to Christ. You know, and the closer you get to Him, the more you realize it's out of your hands anyways. Right. And it, it's when you realize it's out of your hands, there's so much peace. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can just accept things. I just go, okay, Lord. <laughs> That's what Jacob Shine still like, can't understand. Neither like can I. Stars <laughs> in the heavens as we hold out the word of God. Yeah. Uh, it's already written. You're you're going to carefully crafted in a timeline. Mm-hmm. It's just like you just plant the seed, and then God does the rest. Yeah. But you well, you have to let the seed he planted in you grow, because that's Christ, the seed. It's not seeds, it's seed. That God working in you, through you. Right. Yeah. There was one movie on the end of it, they talked about the tapestry, and how um, we're a thread in a tapestry, and we, we're seeing like the backside of it, and we can't see how it all fits together. But when we get up there and we get to see the other side. What this becomes, and and we get to see our our thread in it, and and, and how it affected others' lives. It's going to be beautiful, and you just got to yeah. trust that God's working, trust that He's making something, and and just let Him work. You know. And something that came to me about stubborn, yeah. something came to me about ten years ago, and it goes right on with what He's saying, but it's talking about Scripture. Because because it's like I woke up to a whole different view of things, and everything. Uh, work together everything in the Bible works together right and um, and I was praying about it and God gave it to me like this have you ever seen somebody knit a sweater right they never ever add more yarn they just take it from the same roll right and that's why they say don't pull that string if you pull the string it'll unravel the entire sweater <laughs> all the way down to nothing right because it's just one right you get what I'm saying yeah okay God's word is interwoven the same way it's just one thread through the whole thing. Once you once you get to really know Christ, it's one thread through the whole thing, and it's all related. Every verse is related to the other verse. Everything is it meshes together perfectly. There's not one break in the in the in the in the yarn. You understand? Beautiful, man. When you start to see when you start to see that way, everything opens up to you. It's like it's like it just. It like something like somebody, I don't even know. Yeah, I realized that in Genesis. You know, it's just not going to come out. It's just like the, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm trying to picture it, being myself with that. It's like 
the mystery of the which is how it's being revealed. Because mm -hmm. it's only one. Yeah. It's only one seed. One seed yeah. The whole thing. You know, um, I was telling Orlando today, the book of Revelation is not the book of Revelations. It's the book of Re the revelation of Christ, one revelation, period. But, you know, I was thinking about something today after we talked. It goes right along with what we're saying. I've been in the Lord over 30 years now. Isn't that crazy? 31 years now, I think. I got saved when I was 26. Okay. And I still don't have what Orlando has. That's how God works. He gave Orlando something I still don't have after 30 years. Patience? Just He just has a... a, a <laughs> Sorry, it was a joke. No, he has a way about him that God's never given me, that, that he could connect easier with people, and, and he, he could share love more and everything else. And it's something you strive to have, but after 30 years you think you'd have it, and then some punk comes along and gets it right away. <laughs> You know what it is, you guys? It's it's like this. It's like it's that's that's how the gifts work, though. Yeah, I'm not supposed to have that one, supposedly, or or if I do, I need to keep praying hard for it, and God will enlighten me to it, because He says so in Corinthians, okay, twelve. But but each of us make up His body that way, right? He has something that I don't have. You have something I don't have. You get it? Yeah. yeah, and we need to we need to seek the Lord that way in those things and and really get busy because together we're, all those gifts make one. We make, uh -huh, one. we make one, and working together, man, we're awesome. We're an awesome tool. Yeah, Ooh. amen. Sharp. What did that have to do with this Bible study? Do you know? Not at all. Uh, okay. I glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. What verse was that? Seventeen. Seventeen. Therefore, I glory. That's okay. Watch, watch. I just shared something intimate with you guys. Okay. I've been in the Lord thirty years, and I don't have what that man has. Right. But I glory in Christ that He has it. He doesn't envy. Amen. You get it. And I glory in Christ that He's my brother, and I glory in Christ that Christ that I can count on Him to use it. Because I don't have it, we can work together to get something accomplished. You get it? Yeah. You see the stinking beauty of it? Out of the park. You can sit on the inside. Exactly. What do we have to gain by leading people to Christ? You know, we really don't. We really don't gain anything, you know, in the world that way. But we do gain a brother, we do gain a sister. Yeah. We gain the gifts God blesses them with and the, yeah. yeah, all of it. It's beautiful. It's a pink one. But we don't we don't win the people to the Lord to get something out of them. Mm -mm. No. I give them something. And so we can work together. Give them life. You hold out the keys. Like in the beginning of this, right here is beautiful because Paul's telling them, like I try to share with you guys, and it goes with what we're saying. I don't have to be where you are. I'm going to remind you of some things to keep you, you know, in check and you know your mind in Christ, so that I could be free to win more people. You guys can share with each other now, so that you know what I mean. You can reach people. Amen. Yeah. You get it. Everyone can reach somebody. Mm -hmm. Everyone's called to reach somebody. It's like in the future, like you said, disciples. You're right. But I hear right. the word ambassador. Is that pretty much the same? Yeah. Disciples and ambassadors. You know what an ambassador does? 
Think well, of uh, the ambassador of the United States. I was just about to say that. Damn, I thought that was the pastor's job. The he, re- he represents the country inside of other countries. And so what we're called to do is we're ambassadors of Christ. We're called to go and speak on Christ's behalf to other people. There's something that there's something I want to hit a home run with on that for, though, is that is this. Okay, and I shared it with you today at lunch, which is weird that it's coming up again. That's the Holy Spirit. But so somebody needs to hear it. Okay. Um, there's there's a problem with people. They don't want to be discipled sometimes, but they think they can disciple. You understand? There's two things about discipleship, right? We're not, you're not my disciple. I'm not your disciple. We're disciples of Christ. Okay? So we need to be willing to be discipled, right? We need to be open to learn and to grow and to be with each other in discipleship. And then we need to, then we need to be, we need to disciple people in Christ Jesus. Amen? And a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to do that. All you have to do is take the things you learned from here and share it with somebody. Minimal as it is, it's not minimal. It's not minimal. Amen. Yep. But you have to be willing. That's the hard one for a lot of people. You have to be willing to be discipled, right? I discipled Memo for years, and he became a, a, a great pastor, I think. Awesome. A great teacher. You understand? Awesome. You know, he's discipling me now. And you know what? I glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. I can't wait for that day. You see the the, the beauty of it? Yes. And that's what that's where where in Christ there's no competition. Right. And, and we're his disciples, not each other's. Yeah. So there's that's that's the separation of any kind of pride. Like I can disciple. You're not telling me something. No, it's all nonsense. Mm-hmm. You get it? <laughs> yeah. There's no one getting the other. Yeah. Jacob 18 would be fine. Sorry. Jacob 18. Jacob 18. That was funny. All right. Matt loves this verse. How many times the Lord, I mean, how many times Christ corrected his disciples? And they took it. Did you hear me on Sunday? Yes. I went into detail about how we should openly be able to speak to each other. Do you remember that? And that's the beauty of it. Like, it should just be able to be that way without somebody taking offense or getting hurt. or And the person confronting the other person needs to do it in love, too. That's what the whole thing was about. That's how. Mm-hmm. It'll come again, trust me. Most of his messages are about growing in the criticism. Yeah, Some, it's, it's a loving thing. It's a loving thing. It's a loving thing. It's a loving thing. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. I mean, if someone come up to me and correct me, I mean, yes, because I want to grow. Mm-hmm. And just like a, like, like disciple, how many times Jesus had to correct his disciples? And they, a lot. for what I read, I, they took it. Yeah. With and then love. They forgot and, it. And with, you know, yeah, there was one time in the boat. The Bible says, after seeing them stop the storm and everything, they harden their hearts. Yep. yep. That's crazy. Are huh? we going to read that one? We need to read it. I think we're going to read that one, Mark. Until we, yeah, we said it, it is in Mark. Until we grow. After this? Yeah. Until no, we, we grow, we do boat. struggle. That wasn't even on the list. Oh, I thought it was John. I thought we were going to go do John. I thought we already did John. The conclusion. Thessalonians, Ephesians. Hey, hey. We already did Ephesians. And then the we're doing in our Bible study on Saturday. Okay. Then you had us done for the year. 
You know why? Three Johns, we were there. Yeah, we did the Johns. We did the Johns, we did the Peters, we did the Peters. We did all that? Yeah, we did. Where was I? You were here. We'll get sometimes. Have you guys done Corinthians? No, we haven't done You know what? I would love to teach Corinthians. I would love to do Acts. I would love to teach Corinthians. But I think there's a couple new people here that haven't gone through a gospel with us yet. We need to do a gospel. I think we should do a gospel. Breaking it down, how you should behave your character he's been giving you instruction like he breaks it down to me i'm taking it he breaks it down the commandments here's what happened in corinth here's what happened in corinth and then we'll get back to the bible study real quick but Mm -hmm. what happened in corinth yeah what happened in corinth was that they um when paul left they let the world into the church Mm -hmm. and so paul writes the letter the first corinthian letter to them in such a rebuke it was hardcore that he literally couldn't minister to people he was like beside himself he was waiting for titus because titus took the letter he he couldn't he was like looking for titus titus wasn't showing up he wasn't doing ministry because he thought that he was going to lose all of them because he was so harsh yeah, he talks about second He talks about second Corinthians and in Acts. Yeah, but it was so harsh. He thought he was going to lose them. Well, they ended up accepting it. But but when he brought the letter back, when he came back to tell them the news, he said, "Yeah, they accepted all of it, but there were still a few things." And then Paul uh, commends them for everything except for those few things in the second letter. And he sits down and writes the second letter immediately after he gets the news. But he was like hurt it would be like me having to talk to somebody and like worried that they're not going to accept it you know like something's going to happen they're going to fall away from the faith and you know what i mean it's like well you got to think of it they had the world in the church how mm-hmm. would the world react when you rebuke them yeah they will rebuke you back you know but, but yet they, the church that he, he established there they still have the spirit within them so they, they accepted, accepted it. it yeah but it's a hard book i love that one there's some like there's some gnarly things he talked about in it. Mm-hmm. Things like, are you kidding me? There was a guy. There was a guy in Corinth who stole his dad's wife, and the people were commending him for it in the church. Because they're talking about. I mean, you're right, and that's and Paul calls them out because our our calls them out. Yeah. That was a great book. But we need to do gospel. All right. Verse 18. Bam, girl. There's a lot of drama in the gospels, too. I knew I liked her for a reason. Yeah, for real. You want real drama going to Ezekiel? Paul, Paul tells you know what he tells him. He goes, "I'm not, I'm not even there, and I've already called him out." You know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? How can you even allow this? You know. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? That's what's cool about the Bible. It doesn't whitewash anything. Never hold, yeah. All the way through. Good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all there. It's life, and it's real. That's my favorite thing about the second letter is how he commends them for accepting those things because they weren't just, like, easy things to swallow. They were, like, the big pills, you know, like, gulp, like, 
And they swallowed it, and they accepted it, and, mm-hmm. and he commends them for it in a second. Mm-hmm. And I love it, because it it, it, it reminds him, when he writes about it, it reminds him about, like, the, he almost said, like, a renewing of the spirit. Like, oh, it was like a refreshing thing, you know? That's what I loved about it. <laughs> I forgot all about that story, Jay, you brought that up. <laughs> We've had stuff like that, not that bad, but stuff, weird stuff over the years of ministry, you know, just crazy things. And and in big churches, you wouldn't even notice it. It probably happens all the time. But in a little church, it destroys things. You know, people do some. Yeah, yeah. But I think it happens a lot. And they're so big, people don't notice it. It's crazy. But Well, it's it's when you got a bigger quantity, you know, a little tiny section of it won't affect much of it but when you have a small quantity a couple people can destroy the entire thing yeah you know but the, the large quantity is missing out the quality while the small quantity is all the quality that's true yeah i've been in churches where things were going on that weren't right and i just kept sharing the gospel and teaching and you know and then uh, when I got called away to another church, the um, people started leaving because now that I wasn't there anymore, they were exposed to it, where before they weren't. You know what I mean? I've seen it happen twice now, and it's sad. You know, both times, now that I'm a mature Christian man, I would have never left. We used to stick with Christian man. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have, but, but knowing what I know now, I would have never left those times. I would have stayed there because of it. You understand but I left because of it and that was wrong because because of all those other people now I know better I'll, I won't do that again ever yeah. I'll leave again maybe one day <laughs> I'll leave again maybe one day if God calls me somewhere but I won't leave until everybody here uh, is doing better than I'm doing where I know that it's going to be the way it was well, then you <laughs> bam out of the park no. so darn this next verse <laughs> right. number 18 <laughs> you probably hear this verse so much from Matt Matt says this all the time yeah. Well, nobody's listening. Like anymore. every time, right? Well, I yeah. say it in different I ways. I say it in different ways. Yeah. yeah, you have to be who you Twice say you are, not say who you say you are. Right. Yeah. So, don't talk about it. Be about it. That's right. Put your so, money where your mouth is. That's right. It says, "I will not venture to speak of anything except that Christ, what Christ accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said." And done. Done. You can't just right. say it. You have to show it. Uh, what's it called? Matt says all the time. Um, you have Light. to live what uh, what you preach. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you can't share it, the gospel. Share what is it you say all the time? Can't, you can't share, share the gospel until you've experienced God. And I shared. God. I said that earlier today, right here. Right. I hear it once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today was twice. Yeah. This week was twice. Well, nobody's listening <laughs> No, because <laughs> do you remember? I just said it a minute ago to you guys. I said, "Listen, I said it like this, okay?" Like I always say, we don't have the right to share the gospel if we first haven't experienced God. Right. And I just shared with you guys a minute ago that if we're not spending time with God, right, and we're reading the Bible but we're not praying and, and being instructed through the Holy Spirit and, and the life changes and taking place through the God speaking through the word in our lives, 
that we're going to tell people what we think. That's false teaching. I just shared it with you guys. That's false teaching. Okay? You teach what now you know because you know him, because your life has changed. Amen? Amen. You have to experience him to be able to share him. If you're not experiencing him, it's like this. Okay, Leah? Okay? Um, I'm going to tell you all about Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. We think we know. Oh, no, I know. He's from a family. Uh, oh, okay. See, we think we know, and I can tell you all kinds of stuff, but that's not who Michael was. I wasn't joking. He was part of a community in L.A. So mm-hmm. But we weren't. We don't know him personally to tell you who he was or about him. You get it? Yeah. We know just some superficial thing. Somebody other than that. Pick a different person. Well, I, I meant to say Magic Johnson. Okay, there we oh, go. I know Jackie. nothing about him. I know Magic. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I rebuke you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, we, we know uh, it's like watching a commercial, right, and not seeing the movie. You get it? Yeah. Oh yeah, you read a review on the movie with only seeing the trailer. Yeah, it's like like when I was in school, you guys. Best trailer ever. Listen, I'm gonna confess. <laughs> I'm gonna confess something to you. When I was in school, I just read the back cover of the books because yeah. it tells you about the guy and everything he was writing for. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I tried it. Yeah. No. Yeah. They always. They always knew. First chapter, last chapter. They always knew. You understand? Right. And you act like you know the book off a couple words. You, you you know you don't know anything, and that's the problem. That's where false teachers come in, because they're teaching their own thoughts and, and and their own way, their own beliefs, and that's that's when you see people like I seen it a lot in churches when I was younger. For reals, I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, you could see the corruption in the church by what the pastor was doing, right? Because he was doing things that he wouldn't preach certain things because it would go against him and he would reveal himself. So by not doing that and showing a different way, the church thought it was okay to do those things. We're human, and we fall into things like that. It's just a fact. I'm gonna. I, I'm terrible because I'll tell you when I'm wrong. I'll tell you when I'm when I'm when I'm struggling with something because I'm not gonna go against God's word. Do you understand? Yep. Actually, but, but that's why people leave. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. Um, when I see what he sees is a lot because when you're a bad mom is pastor, you put the best in The issue with other people, though, is that a lot of them are like, oh, that's not how a pastor should be, and so they leave. That has happened a few times. But but the reality is is that I've watched churches uh, become carnal because of what's being taught or and and what's not being taught. I've had people that have been watching online debate. They, oh God, he's barefooted. Amen. So they said, "Well, I'm up above his feet, man. He's awesome." Yes, yeah, sir. That's like that look at his feet, listen to his mouth. Dude, why? Yeah, man. It's like the littlest things. Day by day. It's like because they're not looking at themselves. They're not looking at themselves. It's old school. It's old school. It's nothing to do with it. It's just old school. It's like I go barefoot if I could. I go barefoot. That's right. That's why I preach without shoes on because I was very prideful one day and um, God used it. And from that day forward, I've never worn shoes and I've never gotten in the pulpit again either. I don't know if you noticed that. I don't get in the pulpit and I don't wear shoes because it's a holy, holy place to me when I'm preaching. Do you understand? Yeah, okay. And that's that, that memo did that to me because he stole my shoes. 
And, and I got so angry. I got so angry. We used to sit under this tree on a picnic table. And it was my turn to preach that night. And I, I took my shoes off and stuff, right? And um, we were sitting under the tree. And then I got angry because my shoes weren't there. And he didn't expect me to get angry like that. And so he didn't tell me they were in the tree right above my head. <laughs> right? And then time went on and on. And I was supposed to be in the pulpit in half an hour, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Where's my shoes? You know? Okay, I've never heard the story. Yeah. It's actually a good story. And Memo was actually too scared to tell me they were in the tree because I was angry. Like, he never saw me get angry like that. And, um, yeah. And then I, like I brought and a then demon I, out. And even this happened. This happened the same day. There was a young lady there, and she told her mom. She had little kids. She said, Mom, there's a homeless guy walking around. He ain't got no, he ain't got no shoes on. Watch the kids around him. Right? This was so humiliating to me at the time. You understand? Now I accept the humiliation. You get it? Because that what we talked about earlier, as long as it brings glory to God, right? So, but I went outside. I was praying by myself. The whole church was waiting for me to bring a message. And it was like, Lord, I just, you just need to be here right now. I just, how, what am I going to do? I ain't got no shoes. I was saying all this stuff. And it literally felt, I was asking for his grace. And it literally felt like a drop of his blood hit my head and washed me to my feet. And it was a shame. And in that, <laughs> in, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Seriously, it's a true story. And in that, in that moment of being cleansed like that, I wanted to stay. I felt the spirit so strong in that moment that I don't wear shoes anymore and I don't get in the pulpit. I, I share from right here. You know, I used to walk into people's pews and talk to them when I was at the other church. But yeah, I don't. He did it here a couple times too. I don't do that. I don't. I don't. Uh, no, because I want that humbling experience every single time. You know, I want to feel the spirit. Like sometimes I don't feel the spirit. I'm like, I wait on him. You guys don't even know it. I'll start. That's why those intros are so long sometimes. I'll wait on him. You're not going to, you're not going to share something that God hasn't given you to touch somebody. You know what I mean? You're not going to do it. You're going to wait. And sometimes God changes your entire message right before you give the message. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go. Yeah. But that humiliation taught me to be in his presence when I share his word. Isn't that a trip? What were you going to say? Come on, Sarah. Every other week. I'm not trying to be normal students. 12 minutes. Get your person. 12 minutes. So that's how all that came about. And now I can't do it without it. There's a few times I was doing a, a message for a funeral. 200 people there in San Bernardino here, a big church, right? One of my pastor friends died. Memo was there. Everybody was there. And I was just fumbling over my words. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's hard to be in a place where the crowd's that big, you know? And I was just fumbling. And I go, oh, wait a minute. I know what's wrong. And I took my shoes off, and bam, I just started preaching the gospel. <laughs> right? It's like that's how serious it is now. Thanks, Memo. Yeah, thanks, Memo. Thank you, Memo. That's why you should name him instead of Pastor Matt, Shoeless Preacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's why. It's nothing to do with anything but, but pride. You have to give the pride away in order to share the gospel. What pride? Praise God. I was broken. Amen. All right. Verse 19. It says, By the power of signs and wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God, 
So from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. Right? What's what's fully proclaiming me? Living it. Means he hasn't left anybody out. Right. Those are all good answers. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. It, 19 keeps going on with what he proclaimed in uh, 18 and but the important part of 19 is that that he at, at the end of it when he says I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ right right it's all about Christ not about us yeah. he shared with it he lived it and he fared with it he yeah. slept with it yeah. that goes back to what I was trying to say earlier and I, and I didn't finish it oh, I probably won't remember it now but um <laughs> I'm not going to finish there. I don't know. Okay. It probably has to do with the, the fact that I'm going to guess. I think, I, I think I'm starting to understand that. It <laughs> 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 has to do with the fact that we don't, we can't truly, we can't truly share the word without experiencing that part of it. Mm -hmm. I believe that 100%. Right. I don't believe anything else but that. So, so when we do experience it, I have fully proclaimed, mm -hmm. right? So when we share with those people, dates, man. Is, that, is that something around what you wanted to finish? That and the fact that he didn't leave anybody out. He went to every house, whatever right. he had to he do went, to try to share it. Yeah, he went to the, he went the whole the whole route. Everyone's getting a phone call. I even got one like three months before we started. My sister, my phone's on vibrate, so they didn't go and get an answer from me. My sister, I felt like I had to take because I haven't seen or talked to her in years. Yeah. And she told me she loved me. <gasps> oh, I almost cried on the phone. No, just teasing. I tried, though. I tried really hard. He tried to force out a tear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so verse 20. Anyone else have anything for Nikki? It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ is not known, so that I would not be, be building on someone else's foundation. Right? So verse 20. Just like how we were explaining uh, before, when, when you find your gift, you know, or when you're looking for your gift, it's probably something you want to do. You know, it's something you got, you got to want to do. It's not something that you have to do. Right. Right. Because he states right here, it has always been my ambition. Something he's always wanted to do is share, share Christ's word, uh, where where it hasn't been yet. Right. So that's what he was called to do. You know, he had to lay the Lay the, the path initially. I went to this church one time where they made all these rules, you know, and if you're going to do this, you have to do that. If this is going to happen, you have to do this. Subjecting themselves to the law again. All this nasty stuff. You know what I told them? I said, they're all good things, but I don't have to do anything. I get to do them. Amen. 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 Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I made them change it. Yeah, it's, it's I made them change the wording. <laughs> What are you talking about in the mindset? Mm -hmm. yeah. We got that. We're older. In Christ, you need a heart set. That that goes back to the verse you said is me. It's not your mind. It's your heart that changes. Amen. Your heart changes your mind. It's not your mind. It's a heart set. Trust me, it's a heart set. It goes deeper it is than just your mind. Like when, for to change that mindset, it, it comes from the heart. 
tend not to. Right. Otherwise, because the enemy fall right back in puts, puts thoughts in your mind. So you have to let the heart be strong and speak in your mind mm-hmm. to overpower you what you know. Right. Yeah. Amen, yeah, sister. Because right where does the wanting come from? It comes from your heart. It comes from your heart. It doesn't come from your, your, your mind. mind. Yeah, your mind's just going to tell you, look, I shouldn't do that, or I should do this. Or, but yeah. Yeah. Your mind will you say, no, that. you should do that. Your heart will tell you, I want to do that. I don't want to do that. Exactly. That just went boom. I liked it. Because the yeah, the mind, the, the mind's like a. Why don't you put chicks in the heart? Why don't you put chicks in the heart? Yeah, the mind's like a, a like a. Jackie's a, a '60s child. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the cartoons, the little, like the cartoons. little stars in your mind. Well, like the little. Yep, the little guys on his shoulder. <laughs> Brutus, and, what himself and Brutus. My brother Lewis used to say, you know how they say the devil's on my shoulder? My brother Lewis used to say he was the devil on the devil's shoulder. <laughs> I, told a, I told an atheist at work. That's where he started. I told an atheist at work going off of the. He had, we were talking about it, and I said, man, don't listen to the devil on your shoulder. Or. I'm going to be the devil on your shoulder is what I told him because I was telling him to eat a donut. And he's like, well, where's the angel? I said, oh, you, he doesn't come until you accept him. That's crazy. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, he right. shut up after that. Uh, verse he stopped 21. talking for that day. So it's rather as it is written, those who were not told about him. Oh, you know what we didn't elaborate on? The rest of the point. foundation. Yeah, the, the foundation part. Let's back up. says, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. He uses that twice in the scriptures. The other time he uses it is because somebody was false, falsely saying he said something he didn't right. say. And he didn't want to be, uh, he didn't want us building off of somebody else's foundation. Right. There's only one foundation. So, so uh, there's a lot of people who like get really informed with the scriptures, but it's not from it's not from reading it themselves. It's from someone else, right? They know the whole entire Bible is because they've listened to this one guy's entire interpretation from beginning to end of the entire Bible, but they've never actually physically. Dove in themselves. So, and deeper and deeper than that is. I'm trying to like describe like what he means by building on someone else's foundation. So they'll take the knowledge from that person and then build on top of it, coming to their own conclusion, right? But when you go to the source, it's different, right? You're not building off of someone else's foundation. You're building off of Christ's foundation, right? That's also a relationship. You got to go deeper, yeah. yeah. It's not just the word. The word's just a book until Christ becomes the center of your life. Then the word becomes alive and active. That's why Matt always says that when he's reading something where someone else um, is writing about what the Gospels are talking about or mm-hmm. these little study notes, he says, I don't want to read what they got. I want to read where they got that. Yeah, I want to get it from build, where they got it. From. Build on the rock. You know, the old days, they, you know, nowadays we force cement for a foundation, but in the old days they used to, they used to dig till they found rock. 
yeah. if they wanted it to stand and they would build on the rock, the bedrock, so that it wouldn't be shaken. And that's, on the rock. and that's how, that's, that's the metaphor of building our life on Christ. The my, rock, the firm foundation. My, Paul knows this already, but my, uh, my grandma's dad, my great grandfather, him and his brother, when they first came here from Italy, uh, they were in New Jersey. And a lot of those stone houses in New Jersey he built, they're still standing today, 100-year-old houses he built. And um, he did that because there's so much rock there. He would dig down until he couldn't move a rock, right? And then they would, there were stonemasons. They would take the stone and attach it to that rock, knowing that a house would never move. And those houses are still there. Earthquake comes and it's still there. They built, like I think, like 30 or 40 houses. So you, so you see, you see that 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 metaphor that I was using. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not building on someone else's stone. That's what Paul's talking about. Yeah. And Christ is that rock. And Peter goes into depth about it. If you want to read it, we're like little stones being building a spiritual house. Football. We're getting attached to to Christ and to each other, and he's just building a house. He's that cornerstone. We're in the two minute one. In my Father's but house, there are many rooms. So it says, rather as it is written. Those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. You know what? Are you tell me about it? No, I'm just saying that's what we were into. That's what I wanted you to read it. You know what I love about this scripture? <laughs> when he was dealing with the Jews, Jesus said, I gave them eyes, but they could not see, and I've given them ears, but they cannot hear, right? Mm -hmm. But Paul wanted to go where nobody heard about Jesus before, mm -hmm. or even was none of them were Jewish. He wanted to go He wanted to go where they were not told. And it's it's true, you guys. When you, when you go into third world countries and mm -hmm. stuff, people will walk half a day, right, barefoot, and sit on dirt floors to listen to you for hours. Mm -hmm. Here, you can't get somebody to cross the street just the truth but there you'll have villages walk a half a day to come and sit on dirt floors when it's super hot and humid out and everything and hear the gospel they know it's good news yeah. that's what's happening in the philippines that's what's happening in the philippines it's happening everywhere like that yeah and those who have not heard will understand man Bam, that's, see, get it? Because they don't have the corruption. That's, right. That's yeah. the other thing about a third world country is that they don't have anything. So, like you and I, we lie and tell stories and we do this and we do that, cover up and everything else, because we think we have something or we think we want something. They're so poor, they don't have a reason to lie. Mm -hmm. So they just, they They're believe. Because they have to be. I had a friend who was way down south in like uh, Colombia, and um, they were bringing the Jesus videos there. And only one person in the entire town, and my friend was a translator into 200 different dialects, the Spanish dialects, okay? He translated. And um, there was only one house in the whole village that had electricity. So everybody was huddled. Like, you could imagine that story where Jesus was there and nobody could get in. Everybody was in there, right? And they're playing the Jesus video. And it was when, the, the guy, when Jesus said, take up your mat and go home. Right? There was a guy who was so poor, he had nothing. He doesn't. He didn't know what a lie was, is what, the way my friend described it. And when he saw that video and Jesus told that man, take up your mat and go home, he said that man who was crippled got up, took his, the thing he was laying on and walked home. That's the faith, like, that's the kind of faith we should have. Mm -hmm. But we're corrupted 
You know, the devil, he's not even in the United States. You want to know why? He doesn't need to be. Amen. He just has his servants going and listening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm just teasing when I say that because he's every, you know, he's like trying to mess with people. I've been here and there. But we're possessed by possessions. Yeah. It's like we're, we're corrupted by ourselves. He doesn't even need to corrupt us. Turn right hand. You know, left hand. Pluck that thing out of your eye. <laughs> I was saying, because it's only your left hand looking up. Your right hand's doing Mm-hmm. Husband, and they walk. Yeah. They tell stories. Yeah. They share stories. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Yes, it is. Yeah. But here, like I said, and it's the truth. Even people who come to church here and stuff over the years can't get them across the street sometimes. It's like. Like you were saying. I think okay. earlier we're like Simon and Gomorrah here mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. And then Lot is going to have to be taken out of Sodom and Gomorrah so that. And Paul said you're like a unicorn if you try to be a Christian in the world. Yeah. Well, I guess you're we're one, all unicorns. You're on. one in a billion. You know. <laughs> I was I was told that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're a unicorn, Paul. It's true. This is why I've often been hindered from coming to see you. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. See, it's okay sometimes when you're busy about his business. Amen. This is why you follow Christ. He understands that it's not the importance of that. Sorry. As he understands that he's not doing his own work, he's doing God's work. And he's entrusting those who he's already shared with to continue on so he can do that. And that's what I love about it. In the Lord's timing. Amen. Allie's asking for, for her brother Ryder. Yeah, I do too. I hate the dentist. After what's happened to you, I don't blame you. my mom having to help him through this. Oh, cool. All right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, um, prayer for uh, my friend Victoria and Charlene. Uh, Victoria's in Loma Linda, but she's now living out of her liver transplant. So I just wanna Was she in Loma Linda the last time we talked? No, Cedar Sinai. Cedar Sinai, I remember just got so transfer and now she's going through the process, going through the ins and outs. But even her husband, he's really, you know, in dialysis like six days and yeah. they're both so Victoria and Charlie. Charlie. Okay. I was by a pastor's bedside one time, and he said, "I don't want the." They went to get the. They went to get the dialysis machine, and I don't want it. I don't want it. Everybody that was up. We started praying. Sunday. Yeah. We started praying, and we started peeing. Say, I'm sorry, sir. My mind was somewhere else. Can you say it one more time? About what? Whatever you just said. Jacob was talking. I didn't hear you. Uh, saying prayers for memo, prayers for everyone that was sitting Sunday up in the chairs. Amen. Prayers for the body of our church. Amen. And the empty church. In the empty church. In the empty church. And the empty church. And the empty church for people to fill them. We have to get ready. Orlando. Mm-hmm. You're going to get ready. That's okay. Sounds like good news. Sounds like good news. Real good news. I'll one more prayer to the We better be in the good news so we're ready. Prayers for my daughter Danielle. She's starting to ask questions uh, about Christ, church. So uh, that's to her son, because yeah. they're going to be well, next time you won't be here because they're going to do a dedication to uh, our grandchildren. So she's going to be baptizing them. So now she's starting to ask him questions. You know, starting to get intrigued. Good. That's Noah's mom. That's that. Hopefully that's that. Yeah, Noah's mom. Praise God. 
By the way, for Noah as well. By the way, huh? When she gives her life, hey. you can baptize her. Look at I brought my friend in. That's right. Well, and she just came to see me. Amen. She just came. She just came to see me, and she wasn't prepared for that. She my friend said she didn't get her. I'll get her to come with you. You know what though? She was still, she was, she was reluctant. Like, I just. Come on, you might as go. You're already here with me. Come on. I talked to Memo afterwards, and Memo had talked to her, so she she knew what was going on, but she didn't she didn't know, but she knew. Like like Memo told her about the difference between being baptized as a baby and yeah. accepting Christ and voluntarily going to do what he did. You know, it was really good. But that was beautiful. And the whole day was set up for that. That's just how funny how Christ works, huh? I can't spell that. She came to see me and she got baptized herself. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's J A I N E. Prepared for Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. So, yeah, that's it. Prepared for anybody who needs prayers for. What was the other one? Huh? What was the one you literally just said? Mary Jane. Thank you. Yeah. For anybody who needs to. Or Mary Jane with those headaches. You know, I get sinus headaches. I know what she's going through, but. Going through. That's oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Huh? Any online? Any others? I think we can handle sinus headache. I don't think they can handle a chronic migraine. Yeah. Well, I get those when I, I'm allergic to soda. And it's my, I can't see. It's like somebody stabbing my brain with ice picks. If I drink up, uh, I'm allergic to the dye. There was something you had not too long ago where you were out. You for saw like it, two huh? Days. You saw it, yeah. No, it, it was, was no, like no, it was soda. It was soda. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even see. Can't have it. Yeah, I just can't have it. That's weird. I liked it too when I was younger, but it always tastes like lead. I should have known, but I was a kid. Tastes like metal. Sodas taste like metal to me. It was poisoning me, you know. <laughs> That's why I do liquid metal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> sound like that, didn't it? Well, that's a transformative mark's uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Praise uh, Josh. Got it done. Oh, did he? Oh, nice. Good. Praise God. That's what about uh, Roger? He was putting things on there last Tuesday or Thursday or something. We'll still pray for he Roger. He's not on there today? He was. Oh, no comments? Anything, Roger? Sorry, we missed your prayers last week. A drop. We didn't drop. have the computer last week, Roger. We were um, Another drop. Uh, down and uh, we had a phone, but it wasn't picking Paul. everything up. Yeah. What happened to Paul? He was sleeping. Like threw his back in. Yeah, oh. that's where I heard it. That's what it was. Paul. Uh, was here, but Jacob wasn't, and Jacob logs in. Oh. Um, so Mary Jane had logged in on her phone. But it wasn't working. The phones you have to refresh. The chat doesn't pop up. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, let's pray. Mary said thank Bless you all. You're welcome, Mary. We're here for prayer. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. and Lord, thank you for this time. Just help us to take this understanding of your word and to apply it to our lives, Lord. We don't want to just have it be head knowledge where it just rots away and is useless to us, but we want to actually use it, Father. We want to apply it and 
have it just be our life, not just something we just throw in the closet and never use again, but something we live daily, Lord. Help us to apply it to our lives and live it daily, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over this entire church, Lord, as as we grow, Lord, I know you're bringing the people. I know as we keep praying, Lord, that for these chairs to be filled, each and every chair, Lord, every empty chair, the chairs in the back, the chairs that aren't even being used yet, Lord, just all of them, Lord. Two services. Amen. Yeah, two to services. Start. To start. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But, Lord, we just ask that you would bring those people, but you would also prepare us, Lord. We don't want to be going into something without your preparation and you going before us and getting us ready for it. Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe that's what you've been doing for all these years, Lord. So, just, Lord, we just ask that you would bring the people, the workers, the the musicians, all of it, Lord. You've yes, already Lord. brought the people to, or the the instruments, Lord. But now we just need the people, Lord. All of the people. <clears throat> Whoever you bring, Lord, we, we ask that you would just prepare their hearts and help them just to receive you fully, Lord. Not just to listen to it and have it right away, like I said, Lord, but to apply it to their lives and live it, Lord. To bring the people, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Victoria and Charlie, Lord. Just be with them both, Lord, as they're going through this tough time with the health battle, Lord, and waiting and having to have patience and something that not many people are good with. So, Lord, we just ask that you would just have your hand over them. Lead them and guide them and just give them a piece about the whole situation, Lord. Help them to see your hand, Lord. See your hand through Jackie and Orlando. See your hand through all the other people and that are going to be in their lives, all the other Christians, Lord, that are following you. Have, have your hand just be shown, Lord. We also ask your hand over uh, Ali's brother, Ryder, Lord. Just be with him with his toothache, Lord. Take away all anxiety, Lord. and Just... Ease his mind, Lord. Comfort him and have him know that everything's going to be okay, that you're right there wanting to help him, Lord. Be with him, Lord. And be with her mom as well as he's she's out there helping him, Lord. Just be with them both. Keep them safe and in your care, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Memo and all the other people that were in the chairs, Lord. But right now I'm thinking of Memo, I know. Um, he's not in the hospital, but they also said that they didn't really find anything then. So, Lord, we just ask that whatever it was, whatever's going on in his body, that you would correct it, Lord. That you would fix it. Heal him in your ways, Lord. Your ways are higher than ours, Lord. Whatever your will is, we ask that your will would be done, Lord. Have all glory go to you, Lord, throughout whatever happens, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over every single person that was up here for the prayers and the chairs and those that weren't, Lord. The people we were praying over at that time, Lord, on Sunday. We just ask that your hand will be over each and every person. Each and every person be anointed by your spirit, Lord. And be filled with you, Lord. Just whatever illness is, or whatever's ailing them, Lord, or just whatever's harming them, whatever spirits going against them lord whatever it is lord we just ask that your protection and peace would be over them and your healing hands would touch them lord and lord we ask your hand over just danielle lord for her salvation lord uh she's asking the questions that's where it starts lord Thank you. is the curiosity lord 
because she's now realizing something new. She's now seeing something better, Lord. We just ask that you would continue giving her that curiosity and that you would bring the people to answer it, Lord. Answer the questions she has, Lord. Help each and every person that's going to bring the answers, Lord, be prepared with your word to, to receive your words to speak to her, Lord. Help it not be out of your own, their own thoughts or own knowledge, Lord, but only out of yours, Lord. Have her not be led away or led astray, Lord. We ask your hand over Mary Jane, Lord, as she's not here because of a headache, and I know she had a really bad one Sunday too, Lord. And we just ask that you would ease her pain, Lord, help her to just remove the headaches and all, Lord, completely, Lord. And whatever's causing them, correct it, Lord. I don't like seeing Mary because she's always so happy. And then when she has the headache, her entire um, personality changes because she's no longer able to put on that smile because of the pain, Lord. We just ask that your hand will be over her. Help her to just have that anointing over you, over her, Lord. Just be with her, Lord. Heal her, Lord. We ask that your hand will be over Roger, Lord, I don't know what he was asking for Tuesday, Lord, but you do, and you know what's going on in his life and everything that's going on in every single person's life, Lord. We just ask that your hand will be over Roger. Just whatever he's going through, be with him, Lord. Help him where he needs help and provide for his need, Lord. You're the great provider, the great physician, and you do many things that are impossible that most people think is completely impossible. You can't do it, is what they think, Lord, but you can do the impossible. Yeah. You can do all things, and we just ask that your hand will be over him, Lord. Do the impossible, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over... I forgot his name again. Jaime? Jaime, thank you. Um, be with Jaime, Lord, as he's thinking of leaving his job, Lord, and going to a new one, Lord. Just be with him and help him to have your hands over him just lead him in the direction he's supposed to be lord and if he doesn't know you lord we just ask that you would um bring the right people into his path to bring him to salvation lord that you would speak to his heart and speak to his mind and not give up on him we know that you don't leave or forsake him lord because your will is that all would um not perish but be set free lord just be with him lord and help nick for um, him looking for a new job, Lord, to just be led in your your pathways, Lord. Lead him unto what you want him to do, Lord. And if he's supposed to pass this test, Lord, then we just ask that you would give him the knowledge to do so, Lord, and prepare him for what's coming, Lord. Be in his life and show have your hands over him, Lord, and everything. And Lord, we ask your hand over. Um, Sarah, Lord, she told me that her thumb was swelling up and her bone was hurting, Lord. You just ask your hands over her, Lord. And whatever it is, have it just be, have it be nothing, Lord. Just have it just heal and just be nothing. That it was just some little sprain or something, Lord, and it just goes away, Lord. Just have it not, be nothing major, Lord. And just heal it, Father. And Lord, be with her as she also looks for another job, Lord. Just have her to have your hands over her and Lead her and guide her, Lord, unto what she's supposed to do, Lord. And Lord, also be with her kid's dad, Lord. Everything that's going on in his life, everything that's happening, Lord, we just ask that your 
provisions in your hand would be shown in his life, Lord. And have it be shown through whoever you lead into his life. Sarah or anyone else, Lord, just be with him, Lord. Help him to see your hand, Lord. And anything else going on in his life, we ask that you use it to your glory, Lord. And Lord, we also just ask your hand over all of us as we go home, Lord. Keep us safe and help us get through the rest of this week safely, Lord, and in your care, Lord. And any other prayer requests, Lord, that are on our heart or mind, Lord, that maybe weren't mentioned, we just ask that your hands will be over those too, Lord. Be with each and every person. Be with their whole church body, Lord. Not just this church, but every church, Lord. Every church that is preaching your gospel, Lord. Help them all just to have your hand over them. Help your hand over this neighborhood and break the spirit, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. No, this neighborhood needs more salvation. I've been here 33 years and I've got a problem with them. Just don't make them all the <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I have some great neighbors. I have some great neighbors too. I have some pastors too. Yeah. I had to get the call out to my neighbor. I've been up there. 16 years, and I've never, he's never called for anything. I just met him um, in winter when he called. Was like, oh, what's up? <laughs> but just he saw a white dog. Yeah, I'll get all right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>